Hello and uh, welcome to Fairy Unfiltered. We obviously I'm back and the first episode was I wouldn't say dark, but it was a uh, me being very, very open about everything that's been happening. And I thought, who really cheers me up? And then I went, I can't really get them in. So I've got Sheepy. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks mate. mate. That's a beautiful intro. I know. You know I love you, though. You know I do love you. No, I do uh, but no, you always uh, bring a smile to my face. And a lot of happy memories come from you from... Especially when you do the pantos, even when it was doing the the pantos are big for me because my dad's one of the straight faced Italian men that doesn't really say much, and he been, he goes, so when are we going to um, we're going to book this panto? So we're even uh, coming all the way to your new venue. Well, well you well I was there last year, so newish. <laughs> now they'll find out. How rubbish <laughs> I am. Uh, no, uh, yeah, so yeah, back at Dunfermline. Mm. Can't even say that right, Dunfermline. <laughs> of coffee Dunfermline uh, the Alhambra Theatre yeah I'll be back for my second year what is the panto this year? Hey, I'm doing Beauty and the Beast and I'm you, not the Beast I, I know say, you were going to say that you are the Beauty the one I'm yeah. definitely not that either <laughs> uh, I am obviously the comic um, okay. I think, I think I don't know my name actually yet do you play like a Lumiere sort of thing? yeah it's that you know all different you know it's a different um, companies to the one that I did Beauty and the Beast at Motherwell uh-huh. so um, everyone's got their different names for characters and different you know stories and routines and stuff like that so uh, I might be called Lumi might be called Billy <laughs> <laughs> question is though will you set your hands on fire well hey <laughs> you know I'm panto daft <laughs> I'm all in when it comes Let's to Pano. Where's the gasoline? Where's the gasoline? If I've got fireproof gloves, <laughs> I will stand there like a candlestick. <laughs> How much would that be? Imagine the effects I, on that. Imagine just like, I can imagine the effects on my mental health <laughs> and, physic- and physically. <laughs> Pano lasts one night. One night only. One night only. That's <laughs> it. So I thought it would be really good to get you on because... Do you know what? As I say, you always bring a smile on my face, and even like when it was during lockdown, I loved the whole thing you did with the which we'll dive into with the podcast. It was very interactive, but the most important thing for me is is uh, since we last were on a podcast together, it was yes. uh, you, Stephen, and I. We you're now a dad. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I can't I, believe. And yeah. Which is, <laughs> Am I? Uh, are you really? Uh, so go and tell us. Like obviously, to me, it's the best thing in the world. Yeah. So. Going, how's life so, changed? Like massively, as you'll know. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's that kind of kind of thing. Your whole life does change. You know, routine, what you know, all that kind of thing. Um, she now is nineteen months. <gasps> That's scary. Yes. Uh, when you say it out loud, especially when you look at clothes. And you're like, oh, you're up to the 18 to 24 months now. <laughs> Woo! And it, you know what I mean? You get quite excited. You're you like, do. oh, I've reached the point that I can, you know what I mean? Although she's still quite small, so we'll right. just use the, you know, 12 to 18. Yes. Anyway, um, that's my life. Close. Uh, Same. No, I think, um, yeah, I think that's, a, when I spoke to you last time, um, not in the podcast, but just per- personally. We do uh, actually know we each do, other. We do actually, yeah. We do not just... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? A few texts and voice notes and that. But um, I think, like, you know, the, the guy's point of view, I think it's a quite a... I think I spoke to a few of my mates about this who are dads. And it's quite, you know, obviously, <laughs> at the start, obviously, my wife... I think, I think that appreciation... Like, one of my friends from Edinburgh, I, I think she's only two weeks old now, I kind of said... Um, 
it's a weird thing. You don't, you're not there. I don't know if you'll understand it, but like get it. I mean, like what I'm trying to say, but you don't. Um, I wasn't there for like a couple of my mates when they had kids. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it. Does that make sense? Yes, so, no, it does. It's true. So you kind of go like, oh, congratulations, you're now a dad, you know. Oh, she's cute, he's cute. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you come in the cinema. Like, do you know what I mean? You just expect it to be normal. Do you know what I mean? And then until you actually become a dad, you go, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I should have been there for you, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. I think it's a weird thing. You don't know how it is unless you've gone through it. Yes. Um, so I did say to... Frank, his name. Um, I said, you know, I'm here for you. you know. He 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 immediately said, "Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't really. I've not really seen your daughter as much as I should. You know that. It must just be a kind of mm-hmm. a thing that comes to you." Um, but yeah, we're doing amazing. I think I'm quite obviously self-employed, mm-hmm. uh, and my wife Laura, she's kind of gone back to work, obviously after maternity yeah. after a year. And then that, I would say, that's when it's like, whoa, okay, what are we doing now? Mm-hmm. You know, how many days are you working? What? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what do I do? And I think you, you've got to step up. And, uh, you know, a lot of friends that are not self-employed mm-hmm. say, well, two weeks paternity and then, yes. and then I'll see you before bed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Kind of thing like that. So I feel lucky on one side that I've watched her grow up for you know 18 months pretty mm-hmm. much because obviously during covid as well the acting game was not very good so it must have been tough yeah so i literally had, had you know that was my life you know that's my life so um when laura went back to work i kind of was like right well you know when you're at work i'll look at you know grandparents obviously uh-huh. help out and stuff like that but I had to kind of step up um don't get me wrong some days i'm like oh it's tough you know when it's when you're on your own Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially she's coming and getting older, and it's like, uh, right, okay, let's watch Coco Melon. Oh, do, 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 do. no, <laughs> what? What else to be watching? No, now? no, not not this one. Skip. Do, do, do. No, not. I honestly went through <laughs> fifty Coco Melon videos until the Halloween Harvest one came on. Oh, she's very topical. Some of them are very, they're very, very. Lucia is very, very headstrong. See if she doesn't like something. No, no, no. I'm not watching that. No, but my girls are obviously getting they're a bit older. Uh-huh. So see at the moment they've got dips, which I'm finding Laura doesn't really think is the greatest thing. I think is amazing. They found this. We, should, we should say as well. Both our wives are called Laura. Uh-huh. Oh no, but she's the same wife. This is just <laughs> what do it, do it. Do it. She's not told me. So, he's not told me. Did I do tell you this podcast is about like Jerry Springer? This is what it's like, and here is oh, Laura. But what one is it? <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I'd be really good. Imagine that. But I so I, I don't want it. I don't. Want it. <laughs> no offense. Well, that would destroy my life. I, oh, sorry. I thought this was like a podcast Jerry Springer swinging. <laughs> I thought we were starting a brand I new thought, thing. I thought I felt really relaxed. A little mid lighting. <laughs> Red, red lights. <laughs> 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 but I, Laura's now find that like, the girls are obsessed with like Ghostbusters. So see this time of the year, they watch Ghostbusters mm. one, Ghostbusters two, and then they want to watch the brand new one, not the shitey one that they brought out. That was, which is nothing against the all female cast, but I couldn't take Chris Hemworth as some. He's not yeah. Thor in it. I was like, why are you not Thor? And then, which it was terribly awful anyway. But the brand new one, like the, have you seen the new one? Is that after, after, after life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think it's amazing. Yeah. Like, it's very nostalgic. Ah, so we watched that. There's nods to the old one, isn't there? Yeah. But oh. then, again, Coco Melon comes on, like, all the time. It, like, before Elsie, my YouTube, you know, and you just, like, Chromecast <laughs> YouTube off your phone or, you know, go on your smart TV these days, you know. Oh. Mm. Um, it used to be, like, rock music, wrestling, and now it's it literally immediately comes on Coco Melon, the Wiggles, and do you know, can I put that out here as well? And I hope this relates to people mm. and parents who, you know, Coco Melon or whatever's on, and then it goes to the adverts, the five seconds advert before you can skip. Oh. And I don't know if anyone's recognised, but the, the advert that's coming up, and I'm even thinking of putting it in Panto, is the, the lady with the red hair that goes, Granny, I got the job. Have you not seen that? No. So maybe I shouldn't put that in because it can't be that topical. But it comes on nearly every time on YouTube, right? And it's <laughs> this woman just pops her head and goes, Granny, I got the job. <laughs> and then this, it goes to like the woman, uh, the granny in the Zoom. She's like, oh, well done, darling. And it comes on every time, every day, every hour of my life. It was better than the abuse I was getting. I was getting loads of abuse because people were just giving their kids their... Um, their, their, their their own adult YouTube now, you get the kids yeah, one and yeah, you get the adult yeah. one. So I'd run a sponsored ad and I says it's not for anything under eighteen. It's uh, and it was the one for the, the gym of me oh, and the opening oh, scene is me with a, a protein I, shake well, I'd like I, to I, I, turned, I turned off after that. Nah, I, I thought better of you. Oh <laughs> don't you start. Too blue for me. Oh mm. but well, a blue, but a blue. <laughs> we done that and um, somebody wrote to me the other day and went, Oh, the wee man was watching YouTube what? and then up popped and he went, Mommy, what's that man doing? And she's literally like, up popped, yeah. Yes, literally it popped me. So there you go. That was my random one. But I did put 18 above. I did, uh, to be fair. Hey, you, you've covered your back. I've covered my back, mate. I've Don't covered I mean. my back. So let's go yeah. into like, so panto season. You did, uh, you've obviously been panto superstar for years. I know you. Will we skip, will we go into a bit like, how did you even fall into panto? Like, mm -hmm. how did that even come about? Um, so obviously, you know, did acting at college. A wee bit of uni and stuff like that. And then my first kind of job was the Edinburgh Dungeons. Oh. Mm. Yeah, it's very haunting, especially very yeah. topical. It's very topical. Uh, so that was like my first kind of like paid job to act, to scare, to make people laugh. Do you play certain characters at Edinburgh All of Dungeon? them. All of them. So basically, Who's your favourite? Mm, mm, probably Torturer. Mm. It's weird because you can go with different, you know, different character, you know, obviously right. you're different characters. <laughs> One, you've got to be scary because <laughs> it's the dungeons. Right. But like, you could kind of like, if you're having a real bad day, like if you'd fell out with your mum and dad or obviously I was only 18 then yeah. and lived at home mm -hmm. uh, and stuff like that, or you just like woke up in a bad mood, you could take it out mm. on punters. But they thought you were like doing a really <laughs> good job. So like that, get in that chair. I'm going to kill you. Thinking, I really want to. I'm furious, but they're like, "This guy is great. He's really method." Uh, so yeah, so I did that for a couple of years, on and off, and then I joined a company through an air who did like somebody worked at Dungeon said, "You'd be great in Panto," and obviously I knew what Panto was. I'd been to Pantos, but mm -hmm. I kind of was like, "Oh, they went, oh, it's a tour in Panto around schools, which you get quite a lot of like TIE, theatre and education mm -hmm. um, companies and stuff like that." So. I auditioned, and uh, obviously, still to this day, I wouldn't say I'm the strongest singer, but it was like, right, email, prepare a monologue. When you get here, you'll get given a 
bit of script and read through, blah, 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 and prepare a song, an upbeat song. So my plethora of music, I'm, you know, I do, obviously, I'm more and more now, especially with a kid and stuff like that, musical theatre. I do know, you know, I, I know more, more stuff, but back then, I just like rock music. Still do, obviously, but... Yeah. So, so I, I rocked up, excuse the pun, uh, to this audition okay. f- for this panto um, company. And I was like, right, and they were like, okay, who would you like to read for? I was like, oh, the comic and the baddie. We can yeah. get uh, laughs out of Work in a dungeon. Work in a dungeon. Easy, <laughs> done. Um, and then uh, did that, and they were like, yeah, right, that was really good. Thanks, Ian. That was really good. Have you prepared a song? So obviously you have to get a backing track and stuff like that. And I went, I, I don't have a backing track. I couldn't, I couldn't find the track for the backing track. Um, I'll just do it a cappella. <laughs> now, that's brave. That's when very you don't, brave. When you don't sing. And uh, I remember they were like, okay, what are you going to sing? And I was like, <laughs> I think I listened to it the day before, my, you know, on the bus. And I was like, Franz Ferdinand. And they were like, oh, take me out. And I went, oh, no, their most recent one, right? And I started going, one. Two, three. So do you do you really love me? Like that, right? But then I forgot the words, which I think there's only four lines. I don't think there's many right? lines. And then and then I went I got like stage fright and I went do 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 I swear for like a minute I just was like do 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 and then I remember the women went Thank you. Like, and I, and I honestly, like, I'd love that if that was recorded because I thought, what an umpty. Um, anyway, I got the job. Uh, well, there you go. Hey, they must have thought, poor guy. <laughs> Easy. Uh, let's not give him any songs on the road. Um, so, yeah, I started out there um, and then toured for them for about two, three years again. And then I seen an audition. Um, obviously, when you're an actor, you get, like, castings through mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And it was, like, resident... Uh, panto so obviously I'd done it for a few years and honed my craft I would say on the road and then it basically came up saying Motherwell need a comic edition in London so I was for like Motherwell yeah yeah So were you still staying in Aberdeen at this point no 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 I've um, Edinburgh Edinburgh so I was born in Aberdeen mm-hmm. hence Sheepy mm-hmm. yeah we'll get into that okay. uh, then I moved to Erskine mm. randomly I just I, know the bridge it's well, it's just under it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my house just under it. Like a troll. Waving up to you. <laughs> Hello, class in your car. Uh, troll. Hi. Right. Uh, Shrek. Um, okay. And uh, and then we moved through to outskirts of Edinburgh. My dad worked for Asda. Mm-hmm. So literally it was like, promotion. See you later. Mm-hmm. So but I grew up there from the age of like 10 to mid twenties. Right. Um so it's basically that's my life kinda there. So um so you had to travel down to London, which is great mm-hmm. on a mega bus. Because mm-hmm. you can't afford you Did know, you sleep on it though? The tra- I, I tried. Um somebody next to you like <coughs> oh. <coughs> you know that like you turn into a werewolf. It's you know why you're getting it at that value. <laughs> Don't you? <laughs> this is three pound return. You're like bargain I can sign me up. <laughs> Once and once only. And we only stop once. Oh my god. You know, like that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think uh, back in the day then it was like get the night bus, get there in the morning, yeah. go to like the train station or bus station toilets, freshen up, mm. go to the dish in, bus back again. So it's you know, it's like a living hour journey. 
Nice. Each way. So um, anyway, Dada got told by so the company that run, uh, they're called Spillers Pantos, mm-hmm. um, they kind of produce the one at Motherwell. Okay. Uh, still to this day. So um, God rest his soul, um, John, uh, who's the owner of it, mm-hmm. he basically went, ah, nah. I did my addition and stuff. He went, ah, nah. What, what, what's your name? What's your name? I went, I am Ian Sheepy. So I went, oh, Sheepy? What's it weird? <laughs> you know, a big character. Right. So I did my stuff and it got laughs and stuff. He went, ah, have you done Panto before? And I went, just touring. He went, nah, you, you, you never make it. Basically saying, you know, you, you, you won't be able to, you know, three shows a day. Basically, you know, and I and I was told, no, I've not got the part because of my experience. All right, you know? okay. Um, and then luckily the part went to somebody else, but he dropped out a month to go. Oh. I think he went to West End or something like that. And then I got a phone call saying, actually, you will make it. Yeah. <laughs> and that was me for 11 years. <laughs> Like that. Um, what did you do? Like, obviously, like panto seasons. Mm. Like, we are talking in the car on the way up here. Like two, two months, basically. Yeah. Two months. Yeah. And I mean, when you say two months, I mean two months is, is, is the highway. But see the same point. When we're sitting talking. You did a, it was a hundred and thirty shows. So uh, average on season, they've got more and more because uh-huh. of demand, which is you know quite you know a credit to Motherwell, the company myself. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I feel, I feel like when I first started Motherwell. It wasn't, I think, I don't know who used to, Dean Park, and mm. there wasn't anybody that stayed in yeah. Motherwell each year. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? You didn't go, oh, sheepies, but, you know, it was just, yeah. you know, let's go and see the panto, and, uh, you know, I hope, like, you know, obviously I'm not there now, but I hope it's built due to, you know, having, you know, people's feedback and stuff like that. They go, oh, can't wait to come back mm-hmm. again and see what you're doing. So, um I'm trying to think what you said there, sorry, I went off on no, a tangent. No, no, it's no. So what I'm saying is, is like, I mean, you do. When you're saying to me like, two two months, and if somebody would say to you, "Oh well, two months." Oh, the amount of shows, yeah. shows. It's not like you're yeah. just going in. I mean, so like your shows, do they? Are they like? Do you do like two shows a day? Like, I'm sometimes, sometimes, like, like, sometimes uh, three, three shows. So Motherwell's probably, I would say, I think in Britain mm-hmm. and the UK is the most shows. You will do a panto season. It is insane. It's uh, it's literally two months where most people just you know do a bit in December, mm-hmm. um, and it's uh, I you basically rehearse for about now. A lot of people think this is a thing as well. So there'll be September, August, September. Some people come up to me like used to in the street and go, "Have you started rehearsals then?" Thinking it's like I go twice a week to rehearse. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have ten days max at Motherwell to learn that whole panto. Just ten days, and then you're straight into shows. So it starts early November, pretty much. It's got earlier and earlier. I think it used to be around the twentieth of November. Now I think this year's the thirteenth, um, and then you're there till January. So it's about on average a hundred shows a season. So I was obviously there for eleven. Yeah. So I did over a thousand. Pantomime shows. I mean, you've built up a great name. I mean, like, my daughter's six, and I mean, she's oh my god, you're going to, you're going to see sheep today, right? And I'm a, what's sheep's real name? What's sheep's real name? Right? And, and then I was like, and then she says to me this morning, she's like, Are you going to see Ian? Ian. I was like, Is there anything about Ian? Such a bad Ian. And I was like, I know, but it's 
that's the type of like presents you go get. I mean, they they love it, and as I say, like my dad, who's never in my whole whole years he grown up at the tender age of thirty six, I am just now, has never really been anything like that. But he loves it. Like he thinks you're brilliant. Like to the point we're driving up to like your, your not your new, your sort of new place. Mm-hmm. And we're all buzzing about this. Like we're, oh, I appreciate uh, that. No, I th- it is, I would say now that's you know not to pigeonhole myself. Which mm-hmm. I've always you know. I, where my career's gone on, it's like, obviously, like you said, it's two months of the year, mm-hmm. and a lot of people go, "What do you do the rest of the time?" Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Look after my child, but no, yeah. it's not. No, but you know what I mean? Like you'd have to find other contracts, other jobs to make ends meet. Do you know what I mean? But panel would say is my kind of that's you know what it comes down to. But um, I think you know it's, it's amazing people that you know like yourself and stuff like that. You know me personally. Uh-huh. Which, what I'm speaking like now, people will be like, why is he not going? <laughs> like, yeah. All the time. Do you know what I mean? I think people, like, you know, when I first got with my wife, people were like, who are you going out with? Mm-hmm. Sheepy. He must be an absolute hit <laughs> to like go out with. He must be like crazy. Like, he's like, all right, all the time, just like, want to go and get a hot chocolate, <laughs> doing a strafing. <laughs> And just like turn it up in your dungarees. Basically off my tits. Uh, <laughs> and, I, and then she goes, He's so not <laughs> He is a grumpy beep. Um no. I think like if, you know, at the end of the day I'm an actor. So yes. that character is like a alter ego kind of mm-hmm. you know obviously because I've been doing it so long I can slip into that kind of character. All right. Oh, right. It's not a big like I'm doing a different like I'm doing an accent, but I'm not you know, going RP English and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But um I think, I think we spoke about it. Like I don't, I still don't get, like you said, oh, it's you know your your daughter and stuff like that. I just think I'm a regular guy, you know, normal guy mm-hmm. who likes football, like Res- wrestling, definitely wrestling, and just you know, just a normal dad, and you know, what I mean, and that kind of stuff. And obviously, when you know, sometimes I'll muck about with Elsie, my daughter, and do funny voice, you know, and it helps. Do you know what I mean, kind of like that, but. Um, like, I, I, I don't take it for granted either. So, like, when you say, like, your dad, and that's a big, big thing, obviously, mm-hmm. for, you know, like that. And, you know, I really do appreciate that because I've, I've tried to, like, there's different styles of comic and some people do funny faces. I do that quite a bit. Some people do, like, voice and voices, impressions to get laughs, you know, all that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But um, I would say I've tried to, like, pitch it so I cater for all. I've always been, I've seen comics that I just go, that's just for adults. Yes. Kids are just sitting there going, with with their flashy toy, like, that's great. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, but when I go on, I want them to be like, oh, like, we love love that guy, like, the kids, but the adults are like, you know, it's actually quite funny, right? Like, that one did for the... Because you've got some great, like, innuendos, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, some stuff that would go straight over a kid's head, but but the adults adults will get it. (laughs) That's good. So I try, that's why I try and do bits for, for everyone. You know what I mean? So I love the Halloween one I seen you share the other day on your page, and it was the girl that was dressed up as you for her Halloween yes, costume, and yeah, I was like, like, "That is just like that, amazing. that like, that's crazy!" Like, I got got sent that for the you know she's going to a Halloween party. Grace, who I know she's like my number one fan. She always messages me and mm. like you know and stuff like that. And I kind of go, and then I got a picture, and she's dressed up as as me, mm. which is you know what I mean. That you know it's that's quite a. 
weird kind of I think thing. those people have grew up with you as well like, that's the thing well, like, I, th- I, I think maybe even uh, in the gym that time and one of the boys was like benching you were in like, we were training together and it was just like I mean I'm just having general random chat with you and then he, like you were doing something he was like oh my god like, I'm going to your panel this year but when you had left he'd, he spoke to me and he says I was quite took aback he says he's a dead down to earth guy oh. which is not the scene Quite took it back. I thought it would be like, oh, could you wait? But he was saying he was. I was quite took it back because ever since. So how many years were you at Motherwell, for instance? Yeah. A, eleven. Eleven yeah, years. Yeah, so yeah. he's what thirty. So I mean, like he's grew up like. Oh, but he took his his sister and his brother mm-hmm. and his mum and dad. They took them, and that's what he's saying for like basically like eleven years. That, they're highlighting yeah. you're going to see you at this panel. I think that's amazing. And obviously, the kids come with the schools, mm-hmm. and like I do know where there's been a few occasions that even like high schools and stuff, first, second year. So obviously 11 years, like I've seen um, people have messaged me saying I used to come as a kid and now I'm bringing my own kids. Yeah. Makes me feel old as oh, anything. Yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? Ancient, but I'm like that, ah, wow. You know what I mean? So I'm still, you know, still doing the same jokes. And <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> Like that. Oh, just uh, that a wee bit, man. It's done, that, done that 11 years ago. Remember that one. Um, what about like, yeah, I, like I know from being like you like you say self-employed business owners mm-hmm. lockdown like I mean I know lockdown seems like something very much in the past now but a big thing that you were saying being an actor during lockdown I mean I know the, the, the musical theatre industry like that took a hammer as well yeah, I mean yeah. theatre shut you obviously have to adjust how did how did you how did you adjust in like what's I know but like Hi. telling people what like, how did you adjust and how how what we'll dive into the next bit, but how what how were you doing it? Um I think like everyone at the start was like, Why? You know, obviously Laura was off as well and mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You're like, Oh, you know, this is great. It's like a wee holiday in our house. Yeah. Uh, let's go in the back garden. Mm-hmm. Um and then yeah, that kind of was like, you know, because of my job, there's some months I'm out of work. Mm-hmm. I would say this year's probably been maybe one of the worst. Right. Which is weird because people go like, well, acting's back and stuff like that. But I was saying that to my wife, I was like, it's been a transition personally, like with my daughter and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. when Laura's went back to work, I've kind of went, well, I can't go on tour or I can't go and go away for a couple of months mm-hmm. because then who's going to look after, you know? So I've kind of, this year, which again, like I pointed to earlier, I kind of like appreciate I've seen her grow up and yeah. have all that time with her because you know, I could, you know, if I was working normal, you know, I say working normally, but do you know what I mean, like yeah. a nine to five Monday to Friday, I wouldn't. So um, I kind of said, you know, this year I'll take a step back, um, and then next year I've already got a few things lined up, so I'm buzzing for kind of next year, kind of get more, and I think routine wise and mentally and stuff like that. It's, you know, good for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but talking about lockdown, I kind of like for the first six months, kind of was like, well, one, all the theatres are shut. I'm mostly known actor-wise to do, you know, not not as much TV, but mainly do my stuff in theatres. So that was gone. Um, and I was kind of like racking my brain, what do I do? There was one point I nearly ended up working in a factory building boxes right. through in Livingston. Because it got to the point, I was like, there's no money coming in, uh-huh. obviously self-employed. I was like, you know, Laura's not working, you know, she's still getting paid, I think. Yeah, like, furlough. You know, you know, furlough and stuff like that. And I was just like going, and the grant scheme 
Like, I don't know if anyone really knows, but you were getting tuppence. For, really? Yeah, well, I was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Obviously, they've checked your... <laughs> that's how much I earn. Nothing. All right, we'll give you nothing. But it was um, really... It got to me really hard. And then I just went, well, let's be creative. Let's think what you can do. And there was a lot of people saying, this pant was not on this year because of COVID. And, like, you know, what's, what's... and then I kind of went, do you know what I'll do? I'll start my own kids party business. Mm-hmm. And Laura was like, you don't know what to do with that. You know, that's a complete different, you know, change of career. You know, as, even Aye. though you just, you know, it's me dressing up and it's me, Aye, it's you, you know, as your character. Face to, you know, face to face kind of thing. So the guy that I do Easter panto with, another one's Easter extravaganza, uh, Phil, he's had a lot, we bought like a lot of set to do a show at Motherwell, like a game show day. All right, okay. So we, because we're thinking outside the box, obviously he was in the same boat as well, and we thought we need to think of something that when we thought theatres would open way earlier than they did. So we invested in like a game show, and we thought how good would it just be, you know, for families and kids to come back. A bit like what you get at like holiday parks. Okay. And you get families on stage and play games and, Aye. you know. So we bought quite a lot of that and then it was like, well, this is not opening soon. So I kind of said, Phil, can I use some of that stuff? I'm going to buy a new car. Like, you know, have my own car and go touring with it and make sure everything can fit in the set and stuff yeah. like that. And then, yeah, I just created my own kind of like kids party for an hour with me for birthdays. Uh, communions um, I even went to a guy's 40th who hired me it wasn't just kids some were adult parties yeah. which you know and I would say quite a few things as well like um, it was for kids parties but when I got there you could tell the kid was like who's that <laughs> the parents I think wanted just to meet me and, and have a chat with me <laughs> over a coffee when I was setting up which is amazing you know and that's the thing like like I'm an act and stuff, but I'm just a normal guy. Yeah. So when I rock up, you know, in my car, like, right, where am I setting up? And I just don't like, like I'm speaking here, I'm just a normal chat about football to some dads, to, mm-hmm. you know, what I set up and stuff like that. But I decided, you know, let's start that. Um, that kept me afloat massively. And I thank all the parents yeah. and um, everyone who booked me because without that, I'd be very much struggling. But when acting started to come back, so I did it for a year. Mm-hmm. Is that I, how long you did that I for? Did it a year, first of July uh, to the whole this year. I gave it up in July. It was so bad because I remember we tried to get you for yeah. Like, it, was, it wasn't Lucia's, it was Sophia's, and I remember you were like, trying to play the friend card, and you were like, "No, but maybe I could do this and I could do that." And you were trying to get us in, but we we're like, "No, it's absolutely fine." Like when you, I honestly you're thought, so busy. I honestly was like, "I'll do a couple." A week, a weekend, or a couple of months. Mm-hmm. I honestly didn't, you know, and I didn't charge weight, you know, like normal entertainment, you know, mm-hmm. like looking at. It. I just said, I want to go out there, see the kids that come to Panto normally, who obviously can't come to Panto yeah. this year, and they get a wee taste of sheepage, you know what I mean, kind of thing right. like that. And uh, I literally had a spreadsheet on my computer, and I was Look at you, so ad- fancy. admin, you know what I mean? So that took actually more of the time going through all the messages and mm-hmm. trying to slot, you know, things in. Like, at the start, I was doing three parties a day. Whoa. Right? So, obviously, like, including setting up, packing down, driving to the next, you know, I was away from, like, 10am to 6pm. So, it was like, but I was used to touring, like, uh-huh. back in the day. So, you know, it was quite good. 
then when it I kind of probably burnt the candle at both ends. I kind of was like coming home, and then especially when Elsie was born, that's mm-hmm. when I kind of was like, "Whoa, this is too much." Because I'm coming home, and I've got a baby yeah. to look at, and I was just like, "I'm," you know, and it was constant energy, as you can mm-hmm. imagine, all day at parties, yeah. like thirty wins a party to fifty wins, just me myself. You know what I mean? Your shin guards on. <laughs> Gum shield, <laughs> bring it on! Um, but it was amazing, like you know. And I kind of look back and I go, "That's amazing." But I knew the time had come, like in, for a year, like I did it a year, and then acting work started to come back. And then there was a a job that I went for that I thought I was getting, I didn't end up getting it. Mm. But that would have took me up to Panto. But on in hindsight, I actually worked out quite well. So yeah. with my childcare and stuff like that. So yeah, so I did kids parties. That was my, you know, go-to uh, in Panto. Um, I just thought it was such a great, like, well, every time you can't, can't say pivot without thinking that Ross at your friends going, pivot! But um, it was such a great pivot for you because, like you say, sitting there and thinking, well, what will I do now? Mm-hmm. Because you've done something for so long. And I know I know what you mean because I was sitting there and I'm like, if everybody, if everybody cancels the membership with me, I'm going to need to think of what I'm going to do here and it's like how do you move and like we were talking about my van like I just packed things up in the van and drove to people's estates and did boot camps in their estate and it was it's crazy like doing everything through Zoom doing all these type of things it's it's very very bizarre like how do you like now like what do you do you want to move like any like you've done your kids parties? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, do you think you would ever do any like special guest appearing like kids parties again, or do you think I've still got all the stuff? Obviously, you know, uh-huh. some of my garage and stuff like that. Um, most of it. Um, the guy that I do Easter with helped me out a mm-hmm. lot. So he's got a lot of it back, kind of thing like that. Yeah, and paid him a bit of money for his stuff and all that kind of thing. So I had to kind of give it away, anyways, but. It's something now that I know I can do. Yeah. So I've like I always I'm a big believer of say never say never. Uh-huh. So I mean people say you coming back to Motherwell Panto, I'll say never say never because you don't know what's really you know, so. happening around the corner. Do you know what I mean? At the moment, it's all about look after my family, my career, financially, especially mm-hmm. how, how the world is. Yeah. You know, at the moment, and um, you know I'm happy what I'm doing and. You know that gave me a wee sort of option to do some TV and adverts, and I didn't see that. I see yeah, it. yeah. So <laughs> it was, I think, like in the summer. So I did like an advert for Monterey Jacks. How many burgers did you? Eat? It was only about three. I was professional. Honestly, when I got the offer for the job, I went. This sounds like my kind of deal. What do you mean? Make a funny face and eat burgers. Thank you. I do that nearly every night. <laughs> so I was like, right, okay, and. Uh, yeah, I did that advert for Monterey Jacks, which I didn't think it would go on so long. Like, I think it was, came out in Easter, and it was a couple of months ago still. But it was like boards on it outside Asda and Tesco. Like, was, was it with your face on it as well? What's I'm sure I've seen you. Like, it must have been the adverts that run in the screens outside oh, some of the supermarkets and so that. I, well, that's the thing. Like, obviously, like, the iconic things, the bite of the burger kind mm-hmm. of thing like that. And uh, honestly, I was walking down the street, somebody shouted, Burger Boy, at me. <laughs> And I went, what? <laughs> Somebody went, Burger Boy! And I was like, yes, I am. Is what then? Wearing a cape in that Burger Boy. Um, so, like, I picked up, like, little adverts and stuff like that. And I think it was on, I had a wee bit on Vera mm-hmm. on ITV, um, which mum and dad were happy about. Cause oh, I that. Do you know what I mean? So, 
that's one thing that I would like to maybe strive more into is getting to more TV, more comedy kind of thing like that on TV. But it's, it's, a lot of people say that, like, that's the traditional, if you're not an actor, people go, what do you do? And you go, I'm an actor. And they go, have you been in River City? Oh, man. That's the, the staple. That's you. And if you say no, you're not an actor. No, do you know yeah. what I mean kind of thing? It's a, we- it's a weird kind of thing, but that's one thing, like, I'm known for comedy, but it's actually quite a good thing to do parts that I'm serious or challenge myself in that way. There's always that good scene. I th- I, obviously, I went to see Bookie Mormon the other day, mm-hmm. right? And it obviously, it's, it's, I love that. But there was the interview with, I can't remember the guy's name, the, the guy that plays Olaf, uh-huh. um, and he's yeah, got yeah. such a distinct voice, amazing singer. And he said, you're not, you never know acting until you've actually done theatre. Because, like, when you're there and you're on stage, yeah. there's no, oh, like, could we just cut, cut and then we'll go yeah. again? And he says he always pre- appreciates his, his theatre background because it was put on the spot, or if he wasn't feeling great that night, yeah. it was, well, tough, like, yeah, go on. on. Yeah. And I was like, God, and like you're saying, like, the amount of shows you've done, like, I think it's a great experience that like, you've got, and like, I think that's partly why you could just say, like, pivot into, like, right, I'm going to a kids' party, he's been back. Could pivot into that. I could do that. That's the thing. Like live theatre, you've got to go. With mm-hmm. What happens? Like obviously, I don't know if there's time to tell you a few stories that's go for it. Like happened in panel, but I was actually like, really hoping you would. <laughs> I was really like, like, in, like injuries wise. Like as you said, I've done shows where I should not have been doing shows. Mm-hmm. There's been times that I've been caught like a flu bug and during panel season and like shivering in the dressing room, like rolled up in a. Yeah, like, st- and then come on by, like, all right, like that, and then go off the side and be sick in a bucket and then come back on. Like, because at Motherwell, there's no understudy, and there was only, there's only one time that I missed two shows in 11 years. So, right. for a thousand shows, I missed two. Then my granddad passed away, uh-huh. and I had to go down, obviously, uh, down in England. Yeah. And uh, one of my best mates, actually, Jamie Bannerman, he stepped in because there was no understudy. Really? So you, you can't really be ill, really. So he was playing Abenaza, I think this was like 2014, and he um, stepped in because he was like, right, one of the dancers will be Genie, one of the Genie will be Abenaza. Everyone like, swapped no, roles, right? Him. And uh, I, I texted him saying, like, how did you get on? And he went, I'll tell you when you get back. Ooh. Now Jamie Vanneman's like English as well, uh-huh. like you know, like, all right, everybody, all right, how we doing? All right, like, you know that kind of thing. All right, you know, and uh, very Cockney kind of accent, and then um, a flat came across. I was wondering, I don't know why I said we're going here. It was, a, it was Italian. You, no, know, okay. you, might, you might have got that one. <laughs> and, uh, and then I came back and I went, "How was it, mate?" Like obviously, I went down to Brighton, drove to Brighton, mm-hmm. and back up again. And uh, he went, "Please never go again." Like, oh, really? He went, it was horrible. I don't know how you do it. And I went, what do you mean? He went, well, the first thing that happened was they had to read out that Ian Sheepy Smith will not be performing tonight. Mm-hmm. Because that's... And uh, it, the role of Wishy Washy will be played by Jamie Bannerman. <laughs> and he went, there was booze. And he went, well, that didn't really give me encouragement. And uh, he went out and did what he did. And like, I always appreciate how he stepped in for me uh-huh. for that, you know. Um, but he was like, it is a hard slog. Like he was like that. You know, you're just constant energy. Do you know what I mean? And that that I think the older I get, it is like a workout. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, because it is like physical, mental, remembering 
lines, you know, yeah. routines. Um, so when I get home, I'm just like, you know, mm-hmm, absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely shattered. But yeah, I've done that. I've, you know, sick at the side of the stage. I pulled my hamstring in three places in my third year. Wow. And I went to the hospital and they said, nope, that's you. You need to rest for a month with your leg up because it popped like all over. And I went, I can't. And they went, well, you can't walk. And I went, yeah, I know. And they went, well, we can't tell you not to, like, it was at uh, Wishy General. And they went, oh, you're in the panel. <laughs> are you she? Are you, oh, I'm <laughs> she- like that. And I went, oh, I can't really not do it. Right. Financially as well. I have and, and, uh, So I ended up saying to the director, I was like, I will limp on to the side of the stage. I can't do any dance routines, anything running physical. Right. And I, I did it. I did over 80 shows or something with wow with a pulled hamstring so and I was doing physio getting physio and massages and stuff like that between shows and everything so like you just kind of go right you know and then that's the thing like I've been brought up that kind of way like from touring and stuff you mm-hmm. didn't have an option touring you yeah. know you'd be travelling around England and go to a school and you'd be like I feel a bit sad gone with it because there's only five years in a cast there so I'm quite a hard work ethic kind of thing. I, t- I take panto, even though I'm the comedy, I take it quite serious. Yeah. It's a proper thing for me. Well, like, we were driving up here the day and like, you've got your Dora Explorer backpack and it's an actual Dora Explorer <laughs> backpack. I tried to get a cocoa mellow one, couldn't. So that. <laughs> but you've got like, you're like, I've got my notepad. Yeah. Is that in case like any ideas just come to you? Yeah, and you yeah. Go, right, I better just sketch this down. I normally carry a, like, a backpack and stuff like that, with my notepad with jokes. Um, mm. And obviously with panto coming up, we'll start rehearsals three weeks today, so I will now start to write the jokes that I will say at the beginning and, you know, little bits and bits of music. And Have any of your jokes been, like, nicked? Um, it's a weird one, because obviously you'll get a script with mm-hmm. panto jokes in it. Like, if you've been to more than one panto, right. which I'm sure you have as well, like, it does, it does the full circle. People use... Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like stand-up where people, you know, are famous for like, a, like Michael McIntyre doing the wee... You know, people know that's Michael McIntyre's. People yeah. know Billy Connolly jokes. People know Peter, uh-huh. Peter Keg. I like bread. Aye. That's Peter Kay. But like in Panto, like a lot of time, the same jokes will be used like throughout the script kind of thing like that. Okay. Um, but... I try and pride myself. Like I'm quite lucky that they've allowed me. I write my own yeah. opening, so I try and change it up. A new joke every year. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm now in my thirteenth year, like professionally. So I kind of go, think they'll remember that one. <laughs> but like, I try and get new stuff and new. And I'm a big believer as well in topical stuff. Uh huh. So obviously, this year has been quite eventful. Yes. Um, in the public eye, so I kind, you know, I kind of. Tap into the Prime Minister stuff. I'll try, you know. Could you be there for ages? I know. So I mean, like question time um, and stuff like that. So I'll try and make stuff topical. You know, World Cup obviously mm-hmm. is happening, and when panels happening, so that's that's, that's a, a good thing and a bad thing because World Cups on really just over Christmas. Panto bizarre. So it's weird. It'll be me. Doing a few scenes. Obviously, Scotland aren't in it. So. Okay, Scotland and Italy aren't in it. Well, I don't even care what's anymore. The what's what the is point? the point in the World Cup? What's the point? Can- can- cancel it. <laughs> um, so I'll be watching a few games in my dressing room between shows and stuff like that. So that'll be quite a weird kind of experience. But um, 
but yeah, kind of yeah, try and mix it up as much as I can and and stuff like that. But yeah, you'll get the certain same jokes in every panel. Aye. Like I'll go and see pa- you know panels, and I go, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But if I see a real good one, mm-hmm. and everyone will say, it, people go, ah, take that one. That's, that's a that's a that's a, a good build, That's a builder kind of thing. Because I was like, I always wondered that because I know we like. There's like I've been watching some documentaries, and there was one on Robin Williams the other day, mm-hmm. and it was actually quite interesting because obviously like an extremely talented comedian, I just was like, oh, he must write all his own stuff. But then they were talking about how Robin Williams used to actually buy people's jokes yeah. of them, and but he would he would openly say that that was brilliant. Can I buy that? Yeah. And I'll pay you. And they were seeing how in that industry he was actually quite renowned for being quite respectful and the fact that instead of just going, like you say, that was really good, I'll take yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, but I'm Robin Williams, I can just take that. But yeah. he was very much paid for it. That's always one thing, because, I mean, like, I know you, and I know, like, you'll spend ages going away and, like, going into your, like, get a coffee, go to a coffee shop and write yeah. and doing stuff like that. That's what I always just wonder. I'm at, I know, like... There is, there is for mainly stand-up comedians, like, I don't, mm-hmm. don't want to say in case I get sued or that, but I know... A couple of very famous stand-up comedians, not personally, uh-huh. who have joke writers. Aye, aye, they're just paying. They tell the jokes. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, massively. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you just pay somebody to write their jokes for yeah, them? Yeah, but like real famous ones. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's insane. Yeah, because you imagine you think it comes from. Yeah, yeah, it's more like how they deliver it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Oh yeah, it's a big yeah. Like I know a few people on my Facebook and stuff like that who will write jokes for certain folk. And that's their job. That's their job. Yeah, yeah. I suppose like a songwriter. I suppose you right, never know yeah, all the people that well, do that. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, you don't. You know, check the back of an album. How old am I? Ah, who right. has albums? <laughs> what is this? I'll just check my Spotify um, or other podcasts, pod, podcast um, platforms. Um, but yeah, like literally, yeah, they'll have their own kind of thing like that. Pay to get in songwriters but then that's the thing you get like famous singers singing songs who other singers have wrote you know Aye. I didn't come out right but you know what I mean no I know what you mean like I know like if people like people like Ed Sheeran and all these types right, they right. actually write yeah, a lot of yeah. songs um, Gary Barlow writes lots of songs Absolutely, yeah. and stuff like that is that something you'd ever forgot you fancy doing is maybe doing some stuff like that um, or wait, wait, why don't we go with a curveball here oh. have you ever fancied just like completely writing your own like you taking control and writing the whole panto or your own show, like just doing everything from start to finish well, and casting. I have kinda mm-hmm. like behind the scenes, nobody'll kinda know. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> um so yeah, like I kinda work with uh, we do Motherwell's Easter panel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's um Phil who works for own Starbright Entertainments. I kinda it's like, you know, he writes most and then I'll kinda chip in with scenes and stuff like that. Aye. But, you know, he allows me to write ideas and do, you know, stuff like that. So I have wrote, like, stuff in the past, you know, for mm-hmm. a pan- for Panto and stuff like that. So um, we are actually working on oh. your, little, your little sneaker. You oh, knew this oh, um, for next summer. Right, okay. Um, I am writing a show okay. uh, with Phil at the moment um, to uh, perform at Valley View. Right, okay. And it's going to be like a sort of panto kind of thing there for the summer holidays. I don't know if I'm allowed to should have said that. Uh, Sorry, I'm going to buy tickets uh, now. It's not available yet, but yeah, I think it is, you know, happening. So uh, currently writing scripts at the moment for next year, Mm. which people go, what? It's not even, you know, Christmas yet. I've not done panto yet, but you need to, we've wrote bits for Easter, we wrote 
you know, next summer. So next year is going to be a busy one. So it'll be a challenge for me, you know, professionally and also personally with, with Elsie and <laughs> the grandparents. If you're listening, you'll be coming over more. <laughs> yes. I've always, like, as your audience grows, I like, remember we were speaking about this at the, way, uh, the wedding reception, like, as your audience grows, like, I, I would, I think it'd be great to go to a show, like, I'm not a big drinker anyway, but if you were going, like, having a drink, having a wee date night and going, ah, go to go and say, sheepies class, I know I'm going to get a good night anyway, and going and it's, uh, like, a, a show, like, for instance, I'm saying Motherwell, but wherever, mm-hmm. where, you know, you're going, it's all adult entertainment, would, yeah. is this something that you would even... Well, this is a new thing that's happened in the past couple of years, four or five years. There's mm-hmm. now adult panto. Right, okay. Which I think one is coming to Motherwell. Right, okay. It's a lot of, like, um, the drag stars, like... Oh, uh, right, okay. You know, kind of thing like that, RuPaul's kind of thing. Aye. Um, so there is a, co- a couple of companies um, in the UK that tour adult panto. Mm. So... That's not be that's not a big you know, Jim Davidson was the sort of like the one that first started that, like Cinderella with an uh. starting with an S, Cinderella. You know what I mean? Is kind he of, even still about doing it? Well, it? It'll be about, but I don't He's know. I don't know what controversial yeah. these yeah, days, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. yeah. We don't we don't talk about Jim Davidson. Have you ever met him? Yeah, I haven't met him, but I've yeah, I've seen him. Mm. Yeah, yeah. On a few shows. Yeah. Um but yeah, there's a there's a lot of I'm not even going near that. I thought um, you, you totally dodged that one. Okay, then. there's a lot of uh, aye touring ones. I think it's like the Little Mermaid, but it's like adults, you know, drag drag stars and stuff like that. Aye. Which I have been offered mm-hmm. in the past to do that, but I was very conscious that it was coming to Motherwell, right. and I didn't. I thought the lines could be blurred. Yeah. I'm very known for kids, mm-hmm. obviously kids' parties. So if I came on stage yeah. and said something crude, I know kids shouldn't be there. No, I know. Somebody could take a video or... Ah, it goes could, online. And then that's me, you know, and I've pride myself on not going down that kind of thing like that. But, like, you know, I, I would, do you know what I mean? Like, you know, you need was, a different character probably yeah, so or something. it's like that. Jack and the giant beanstalk. Mm, you, know, no. I mean, you know, oh, oh, do you know what I mean? Oh, you know, hello. Oh, hello. Do you know what I mean? All that, you know, yeah. that kind of titles and stuff like that. So, um, that's something I would do. I'm an adult at the end of the day, of course. Yeah. Right? You know, I think I've done quite well. I think I've swore once. Um, I think we've actually, I think this is, I could put this as an under 18s podcast. Easy. 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 Do, Fuck uh, it. <laughs> what have we done? But friend. Beep. 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 Please edit this. Edit in. Beep. No, I mean, I think you've you've done such a great career, and I think it's amazing what you've done. Like, what have you got? Like a a goal? Is there anything you you go? Do you know what I'm a creator? I would like to. Or is there anything you would like to say? Like, mm. like visions that you say? Like, I've got these visions that I have. Like, where I want to be. Like, and what I want to do. Is there something you maybe like want to like branch into, or is there anything you say? Go on, do you know what? This is what I quite fancy doing. I think till I can not you know not do it. Panto is mm-hmm. obviously you know where I want to be, so, like you said, maybe running a panto somewhere, mm-hmm. directing it, which yeah. I have done bits in the past, yeah. like, oh, you know, um, producing it, things like that, I think that's, you know, the long game, Yeah. when I can't do it on stage anymore, or, you know, obviously, as the comic, you're the kind of young, you know, running about, obviously, I'm not getting any younger, I think one day I'd quite like to try Dame. Really? 
Yeah, because that's kind of like your natural progression mm-hmm. as a comic. Because obviously the dame's funny as well, so you kind of bit, you don't have to run about and jump. Clean shaven. Well, actually, scrap that. No, because mm-hmm. I love my beard, especially when it doesn't grow there anymore. I know, because that makes you jelly, because you used to have a beautiful variety of hats. Oh, I've got a lot of caps mm. and bonnets. And bonnets. I, I do enjoy your uh, your WWE ones. I do yes. enjoy the hats, mate. So I've got like a lot of NFL ones, and I know you collect a lot of WWE ones. Yeah. Um, I think, like, normally I do, but when I've, you know, it's quite freshly shaven, so I kind of, like, quite... you just gone streamlined now? Just going for it, mate. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I used to I'm anyway. a dad now. So, like, you know, obviously Halloween, do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm ready to go. That is... I'm ready to go right now. You should 100% go for that. Yeah. I don't know how going around I'm people's gonna stores ca- I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was, mate, I was in the moment there. Do you know what I mean? I know, I, I love, like, it's all the retro ones. I follow them on Instagram, and it comes up with all your old retro, uh, like, the images, like, and you see now when I watch it, and I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. I don't know, I don't feel the same about it anymore. I mean, you've got like Roman Reigns and all these, like, but I mean, even he's not like one of the newer ones. There's obviously newer oh, ones. Oh, it's massive change, yeah. But then it's, I was on like TikTok, I'm obviously getting ready right to TikTok and stuff like that now. But I need to get on that. By the way, you do need to. I, I don't know, it scares me. I think, like, even like when I got on Instagram, I was like, how does this work? I want to see Why more more on stories. It, I want to see more of you I on think, it. I think I need to. Well, you know, you do get on a TikTok. Like we talked account. about these sketches not, not and stuff. Yeah. Like yeah, I've got a lot of ideas. Yeah, you need yeah. to do them. Yeah, I, th- I think that's TikTok's the way forward, isn't it? Well, I, I, I literally just been. I, I'm, I only started it the other day, right? So, I mean, if you, can, you can help me. Set I can it help up. you. I can literally get you started a wee bit. Logging. It's. As you're noticing the difference, like with, you're seeing things, you're like, oh my god, that's really trending, or that's really good. Don't be wrong. Some stuff, I'm like. How have they got 150,000 yeah. followers? Like, but then you find you're going, Oh, wait a minute, I've been on their page for about five minutes scrolling through stuff, and it's all <laughs> gumph. But at the same point, you're yeah. lost in this rabbit hole. I'd like you doing wee sketches would be brilliant on yeah, it. Like, you know, the like, like you said to your question, like, what do you envisage? You know, mm-hmm. what would you like to do? Like, a comedy and TV. Mm-hmm. There's always something that I've, you know, like you see two doors down and love two doors down, you know, stuff like that. Just a, you know, a role and something like that. Do you know what I mean? But as I said, it's a hard, you know, it's not people like oh, it must be easy again in Scotland. But if you think how many actors and mm-hmm. like, let me just put it this way: how many people you see on the same kind of thing? Do you know what I mean? It's you know, same actors. Same, yeah, it's quite a cliquey industry. Uh huh. Um, so it's hard to get into, but once you're in, you know, oh, you're in, you're in, you're in, kind of thing. So that that's one thing I'd like to do as well is do my own kind of sketches and stuff like that. That's I grew up in the fast show and um, Harry Enfield and Chums, like you know, all that kind of thing. Still game, obviously. You do know, you have any other kind? Like obviously, you play sheepy. Did you ever have like when we were talking about? Oh, like, I, I used to do stand up, right? Like, like early twenties, I used to like you know do a do a character who was like a sort of gay. Uh, security guard. Uh, right, okay. Right, uh, go. Who worked in Edinburgh. Right. And it was very, and it was weird because it was like before Gary Tank Commander. Right. Um, so, like, my accent was that kind of getting like, higher. <laughs> it sounds like Gary Tank Commander, but I was, it was before that. I used to be like, hey, how you doing? You're right. Oh, it's been a busy night. That's how, that's how I spoke, eh? Well, who's your security guard character called? Uh, Barry. Ba- ba- Barry Strong. <laughs> Barry Strong. Strong by name. Strong by nature. Oh, 
these are the type of people you need to bring back on, mate. That's that kind of thing like that. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of. So I used to do stand up but do characters. Uh huh. And then I was like, I'm going to pass you on to my mate and then like do another character and stuff like that. Some worked, some didn't. Do you know what I mean? But that one kind of stuck and, um, and all that kind of jazz. But yeah, like I've, you know, got a random, you know, you'd, that's why I carry a notepad. It's not mm. just jokes. I'll, I'll see something on the street. Now, obviously, I'll have, I've been living in Motherwell for four, six years. Right, okay. Oh, six years. Six years. And there's stuff you see in Motherwell. Oh, Motherwell's such up, a... Up the street that you go, that's golden. Beautifully unique part of Scotland, I would say, Motherwell. Oh, mm. Commuter's dream. Do you want a tan shop? We have plenty. Would you like a takeaway? We've got 53. <laughs> Just Eat went, I'm loving this. Oh, Just Eat must love Motherwell. Must Type that postcode on, take your fancy. Insane. Um, but no, I think it's uh, like the other day, like, somebody will know who the guy is, but there's a guy that goes up the street and he's on like, a buggy, you know, disability scooter, yeah. kind of thing like that. Guy came, I was literally came out of B&M up the street in Motherwell. And I came out and I'd like, there's a double glance and it was the guy and I've seen him before at Christmas and he dresses up as Santa right, okay. and his mobility scooter and he just goes up and down the street, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Up for <laughs> McDonald's all the way down to Pure Gym and back up again, you know. And uh, it was him, but he had a dinosaur head on, like you a just, and, it, <laughs> and I just was like, what the? And he was just like, Going up and doing my dinosaur head, and and like that should shock me. But I went the first thing came mind. I went, "How does he see through that?" Oh, right. And I was just like, "What is like? What is going on?" And like, there's been sometimes like in the morning I've been up early, you know, up the street and stuff, and it does look sometimes like uh, I seen at the Walking Dead. It's Motherwell Town Centre, hundred percent. But like, but it's a weird thing. Like my friends obviously all stay in Edinburgh still, you know. Mm. But I, like, I do love it. Like, you kind of go like. You'd, you go to places touring and mm-hmm. other places like that. When I go back, when I used to live in Edinburgh, I'm still going to go, oh, you don't even have like a McDonald's, like you know, mm. Stata Costa. Like, it's weird. And then, especially when people used to come up for England to do the panto at Motherwell. And I you go, I'll actually live here now. Um, da, da, da. And they'd be like, oh, whereabouts this? And they kind of came in England. Scott Efrahan. Pretty much in that, like, round about Hamilton, you know, you, you're kind of mm. catered for. Like, Motherwell's, I mean, there's, like, yeah. there's a lot happening, and this is the thing. I think there's obviously certain areas that are obviously, say, like, the, the town centre's rough as a badger's arse, but then you look at the outskirts, like, you've got more development happening constantly. Oh, there's yeah, constant massive, building. Yeah, yeah. There's very unique characters, and can't, there's can't afford that, but, you know. But we're talking about characters. Oh, there's like, when I used to walk in the gym, uh, for the council, I used to. There was a character used to come in there, and he was he was brilliant. Right? He was very out there, and people uh, I've seen it on social media and people video, and I'm like, that's old Chris. That's his name. He was yeah, old Chris. Yeah. Well, and he had like a Japanese komodo just walking up and down Motherwell Town Centre, and um, I was like, is that that guy who used to train the gym? And I was like. Oh, hi, that's him. She was like, you don't even look short. I was like, no. I said, my favourite outfit. She went, what? I said, no, my favourite outfit he wore was, I remember him, he'd been in the gym and he used to wear like short shorts, like like nothing basically on the top. Some shape man for his age, he oh, was. Oh. And uh, 
he used to, he came out of the gym and I was coming out of my lunch and I just was like, all right, Chris. And I just sort of looked and he had a, a baby blue t- uh, kilt on with a baby blue jacket, waistcoat, no shirt, just right. And he needed to spend like, and he put on this baby blue beret and he had like open toe sandals. And I was like, you off anywhere nice, Chris? And he's like, just going for a coffee at Costa. I was like, all right, look, have a great day. Right, and it, but that was nothing. Like, he'd come into the gym with like, Old like dung like dungarees on Aye. with like steel toe cap boots on with no shirt on under it, just training. And I'd be like mm-hmm. just rocking it, mate. <laughs> this is my style. Okay. I was like, wow. You, you probably thought about five years time that will be in. That'll be in. That, that's your gym gear. And I'm like, do you know what? Fair enough. You're bold enough. You just do I what think, you want. I think the older you get, the more you appreciate that. Aye. Do you know what I mean? Like you go, why can't we? And then then your pals are like, what? The? And you're like, <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's. <laughs> Somebody took a photo of me up the street. Mummy is definitely at that stage. He's in India there now. He's doing a wee tour of oh, India. Right. And um, he put in, I wrote in the chat and I was like, mate, you've been awfully quiet. What's been happening? He went, ah, I've just been dead busy. Like, King, he went, oh, here, look. And it was just him, his two Indian boys. And it was the guys that were like tailors. And oh, I was like, yeah. oh, so where'd you get? And he went, mother, mate, he's, my mate's, he doesn't. He doesn't care. He just wears whatever, right? And he was like, "Love the shirt," and it was just a shirt with tigers on it. He went, "Oh, just bear." I actually got trousers made with sh- tigers on it. Oh. I've got a shirt, and also just got to make me a jacket as well. And I was like, "Okay." Can you was, imagine the guy that made it going? That's great. That's you enjoy your crazy Scotsman <laughs> tiger suit, mate. I no bother. They so, don't make anything, mate. I I think it's great. Let's go with it. Talking to this then, let's go, let's dive into it. So, I've, I've done a few seasons of the podcast. This is me finally making my glorious return with you, which I'm very, uh, very glad Thank you for having me. No, hey, thank you for having me. Oh, hello. Um, always used to ask my guests some questions at the end, right? Uh-huh. So, some of the questions I used to ask them was... Can I interrupt there? Now, you have promised me. I don't know if it's happening. You haven't spoken about it. Is there going to be a quiz? Mm, no. Would you like a quiz? You said it might be a wrestling quiz. A wrestling quiz? Theme music. Oh, yes. I need to get my phone for that. Right, okay. Okay. It's, it's, not, like I, it's, not, it's not like I've been swore. I don't know if you'd be definitely up for that, but you got your game for that. <laughs> yeah, what, right, okay, right, so we'll, we'll go, we're going to rattle through this. Right. This podcast maybe a few episodes long, but Shout let's go for it. Um, they're like, are you going to be here any longer tour? And I'm like, no, <laughs> but we're at least about an hour in. But, right, if you to invite five people to dinner, yeah. It can be AMD, dead or alive, oh. like not coming back as zombies or anything like that, but just dead or alive. Who would you have to dinner? Okay, right, good question. Um, mm. Without shadow of doubt, and it's been since I was like teenage years, Jim Carrey. You're good. Will Ferrell. Good. They're, they're there. Right, guaranteed, guaranteed laughs. Three years top, ago, top, brilliant. Top bottom, boom, they're there. How many? Five. Uh-huh. So that's two gone. Right. Don't care. Beautiful selection. Then I would go to my interests, and I would probably say something football-wise, I'd have Alex Ferguson. Oh, that's a really good one, by the way. I think he'd be so interesting. don't know how he got on with Will, but mm, do you know what I mean? Be. You never know. Um, so that's three. Uh, fourth one, I would have... That's me, by the way. I'm sure it's clear as anything. <laughs> so, <laughs> who's that? So what he's doing now is branching out his sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I do it. Um... Probably, so I've got an act, so a few actors, sports. I'd probably go maybe like theatre based panto. Right. And somebody that I quite like to watch. And that would be 
a guy that probably not a lot of people will know, uh, and it's a guy who's done panto in Bradford, mm-hmm. and I met him at the panto awards when I got nominated right. down in London, and it's um, a guy called Billy Pierce. Right. And you know how I said, oh, the comic always goes to the dame? I think he's like in his 60s, right. and he's still like... Doing dame? The, no, the comic. He's still the comic? He's still like buttons and stuff like that. And he's just unbelievable to watch. I've seen him a few times in Bradford, and he's been in Bradford for like... He's the name there. Yeah. He's just, you know, for the panto aspect. And then, you know, and God rest his soul, I'd have my brother. Brilliant. Who we lost in COVID. I know. So, you know, just to have that kind of... That would be... Do you know what I mean? would be kept entertaining anyway. Yes, I just think that would be a good, you know... I think it'd be brilliant. I think that'd be good. Right, right. Now we've got an arc about this. this is when we're going to see how our friendship is because wow. Okay. We've got, you know, I okay. love pizza. So my big thing is always I like to ask my guests. Oh, right? no, so we're going to have this. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, um, what would you have in your pizza? Do you know what? Go for it. Bit of cheese. Right. I'm glad. I go for a tomato base. I'm, I'm going to go right. Right. In. Okay. Right. We're starting off well here. Right. Good. Tomato base. Right. Um, I would have obviously the cheese on top. I would get a bit of pepperoni in there. Oh right, okay, right. But, but this is going good. This is going good. Um, onion, right? Pepper, mm? peppers. I mean, mm, pepper. I'll just crack pepper. Bit of a pepper if you want it. Yeah. Spice it up. Um, and then I'd have a bit of mushroom. Right, that's just sounds very nice, by the way. And do you know what? I'll just slap a bit of chicken on as well. Oh, mate, there we go. Do you know what? This is good. Bit of a meat feast. I, I, I'm enjoying this, right? This is good. I could talk about pizza for a while. And then, You've got the wrong guest. You're uh, like, hurry up. I'm like, and also a stuffed crust. St- uh, oh, nah, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't change the base. No, I, I like a sourdough cr- base. I go thin and crispy. Oh, you look thin and crispy? Mm-hmm. This is good. Because always I judge people by the pizza. I really do. Oh, dear. I, I just, I just <laughs> this is when it goes beep, that's the finish. My mate then had one the other day and he had chips on it. I was like, No, come on. No, maybe at the side. You know. I'm going to go and get my phone in, mate, because right, okay. uh, I'm going to do this quiz. Halloween. Hi there again, Chris. So as we sat with my mate and we discussed how we were going to do a quiz. Now, yes. Two years are a bit geeky with many things, but one thing we've got a passionate love for is retro wrestling. Love it. Attitude Era, 90s. Yeah, I'm there. Now, I'm going to put you in the spot. And what we're going to do is uh, we're going to play this game where we're going to see how your knowledge is of old retro theme music that they would come into. Now, by all means, feel free if you want to do the dance or any of the moves that they do. Right, okay. But let's start. We'll start quite easy and then we'll go a bit more technical. Oh, yeah. But I think you're going to nail this, by the way. Right, okay. Are we we, we ready? Okay. Try my best. Don't slag me if I don't get (laughs) them. We may, this may, our friendship may end. <laughs> right, ready? Right, let's go. Oh. Soon as the dong. <laughs> Soon as the dong! Oh, didn't it come out right? <laughs> I don't think it came out right. But um, do you know this dong? I'll do the eyes. <laughs> Undertaker. Well done, well done. That was a... Uh... I'll try and do an impression as I'm an actor <laughs> to everyone. Uh, right, oh, right, here we go. Right, we ready? That's the old Sean Michaels. Well done, HPK. I had my brother walking into his wedding to that. Like we done his best man speech, and 
He always says that I always got. He was only ever the Intercontinental Champion. He never got to be the the, the title holder. So he says for this one day only, you get to get the title. And I gave him the belt, and he walked into that. So, uh, mate, you got that. I just got the bridal match. (laughs) Let's see. Let's get another one. Let's get another one. Let's get another one. Right here we go. It's a bit more. We're up in the ante. We're going up this way. See if you know this one. Oh, so you've completely jumped. I did. I thought it was a curveball, mate. The nineties to two thousands. So this is Roman Reigns. Well done. Well done. I was, I was, I was a bit of a curveball. I didn't uh, know. Do you know what? I got confused if it was the Shield. Mm. And then Roman Reigns kind of got that music. Same. See, yeah, I'm a geek. Right. Okay. Right. All right. This is one. Right. I, I wouldn't say it gets played that often, but I'm going to try it. Right. Right. Okay. Right, okay. Right. Ready. Here we go. No chance. That's what you got. How did you even? What? Eh? No chance. So that's what you got. But, uh, I always remember when you played. Man. <laughs> Walking like that. See, so you used to create your character. Did you ever create a character when you oh, played the, the PlayStation? Walk. You just do that walk. Do the walk. Man. Just do that walk. Right. Okay. You're right. fired. This is good. By yeah. the way, this is good. Right. Oh, um, come on. Give us more. I need to give you more. Right. Okay. Right. Okay. This is all the Zoom quizzes during lockdown. This, this is. This is to see what you actually I'm back. know. Right. Ready? Here we go. I've got two words for you, Chris Ferry. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> this is Degeneration X. Well done. Well done. This is a tune, by the way. Break it down. Do you know uh, Billy Gunn got asked to come back on WWE? Yes. Did you hear about that? Reunion, yeah. Aye. Knocked it back? Knocked it back. It was basically it's the contract kind of thing. It was yes and no, yes and no, and then too late. Mm, Geek right. Here we go I'm trying another one You're doing really well by the way oh. oh this is The Rock This is when he came back as Hollywood Rock mm. It's quite an old and one this is the intro And it's like the helicopter And it's flying over LA this and it takes and, and, and I remember this because I was watching and going, "Who's this?" Because nobody knew who it was, and then the the audience were like, and then if you wait to hear, it okay. goes, goes on for a wee while because it's like that. What does he do? Does he fanny about when he's walking down? Does no, he just no, not come out. This is just on the t- tinnitron, what you call it, the screen. Just this helicopter going about, and then it literally just goes like, "You smell what the rock is cooking." What's that? Probably his best music, I would say. Mm, right, okay, right, here we <laughs> Chris go. Chris is like, I didn't think he'd be that. I'm literally giving you knowledge as well. Is it, I know. I, I've Give us a harder one. Right. Come on, a harder go. one, right, okay, right, okay. Um... <laughs> no, like NXT or something. <laughs> Alright, okay, right, I've got one here, right, right I've okay. got one. Uh, I should have left it on that one because that was quite good to get. Just from. Here we go. Oh my word. 
He's like, he's like, he's like, this is very early 90s, and this is LOD Legion of Doom. Mm, with, a spike, uh, with a spikes coming out. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> yes. Mate, you're, you're smashing this one, mate. Ma- managed by Paul Ellery. Who? Thank you very much. Yeah. They were managed Animal by Animal and Hawk. Yeah. Animal and Hawk. Yeah. Right, let's see. Right. I, need, I need to get out more. Right, I've got I'm one. surprised I'm still married. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Here we go. Smart arse since you want harder ones. There's no smart... Hey. Right. Ready? Let's try this one. Go on. This must be early 90s. Just by the music. Hey, you've got me. Oh, yes! I'm giving you... This is... We're playing charades now. Oh, is it the picture? Well done. Beefcake. Beefcake, well done. <laughs> right, so we're going to stick this because this has obviously been a lot trickier. I wasn't, bo- trickier. I wasn't born, I'm only 21. Oh, right. Oh, right, okay. I can't believe you're going to when I was four, literally. Mm, right, here we go. Let's try this one. Is that the uh, same song? The butcher, the beefcake. Yes! Sorry. Oh, oh, sorry, I didn't click it right. <laughs> Let's try that one then. We'll try mm. this one then. Right, okay. Let's see if this is it. This is a height, height. Big boss man. Oh, I'm good. That was good. Oh, I've not heard this one in a while. Oh, we'll now it's coming. Let's try this it's one. Just like spit. We'll just fire them. Fire them. Sounds very like Bret Hart. Like Italia. Greg looks confused as well. Oh, is I've that got the too. Oh, you just see that? He's just ruined it. I didn't hear it because you oh. spoke over it. Is that Vader? No. You give it up? Yeah. Tapping it. The Repo Man. The Repo Man. I think that's before my time. Oh, yeah. is it before? I don't even try to pretend. I thought we were going out. I thought we were going out. I should try either. that. Right, let's go, right. So, this is, you'll get there straight away. If you don't, we'll fail it. Right. The best there was, the best there is, the best there ever will be. <laughs> Bret Hart You know The Hitman You know Hey, we try We try one more One more Wait one more Right make okay it, Make it You know <clears throat> Right okay yeah. Um. I just I'm, I think you'll get this one But I just think it's quite fun Oh, come on! I, I don't think I'm the only one, Chris. Yes, oh, come on! You must know it. You just see it at the beginning, mate. No, Snooker the Tees. No, no. Jimmy Fly Snooker. Jimmy Fly Snooker? 
You don't even get that. Well, I, want you, I want you to finish that. I don't get, want you to feel get, really demotivated yeah, well, when you leave here today. Give, right. give me like an attitude era. I know. Okay. Like I signed the contract. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I did Let's that. try this one then. Let's see if we got this. I like this. I'm, you, I'm really tasting you, Daniel. Is this the nasty boys? Yeah. Is it? Good. <laughs> I don't that, know if you would get that one as well. That's quite hard. Mate, well done on that. I think, 80%. I, 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 I'd, I'd say you did pretty well. I'd say you did pretty well. I th- yeah, I think, you know, as I said, I was five. It's one of the most random game show ones I've done. And, and do you know what? I love this. It's a new element to the podcast. Usually as people... I would literally come back every week if you just... Just did that. that. If we just play a whole home move. Aye. Different generations. Did you never think when you were younger what your wrestling theme tune would be? I've, I've, trust me, I've walked out my bedroom. Right. Thinking what would you, like what? I was going out into the end, down the ramp. Which song would you have? Oh, it's hard. I'd, I'm mainly more focused. I'd always like, growing up, you know, like 16, 18, 16, 18, 16, 18, 16, 18 last week. <laughs> uh, I would normally like do, you know, like hear a rock tune, like Meta, you know, like yeah. it'd be something quite rocky. Something that I've, you know, like, you know, and then come down the ramp. And Have you got like, your sort of walk you would do? Oh, easy, yeah. You do, yeah. Jane, you could do it for I'll, like a wee bit. Like, could you walk it into the camera, do you think, if I yeah. moved over? Yeah, yeah, let's try it, right? Well, give me a song, but you need to give me a song, we'll put a song on, right? Um, why don't you put, um, I don't, I don't know, was, my mind's gone blank. Normally it's just generic rock. Metallica? <laughs> yeah, go, um, go, uh, St. Anger. Oh, it's only one I've not got saved. Uh, it's the only one I've not got saved. Um, the whole Metallica. Saint Anger. Saint Anger. Is that the one you want? Yep, yep. Let's see if we've got that there. Right, I'm going Can, I, can I hear it? Is it through? Or is it the headphones I need? That's the headphones. Right, I'll just, I, I know the chance on it. Do you want me to take it back to the beginning now? No, right. Right, I'm going to move over. I'll probably still have a shot. And I've not practiced that. You've never, you never, that was, I mean, see for your first time ever doing that. that I've was, also, I think, I've injured my chest. <laughs> it was actually really, really on time, by the way. <laughs> it was actually surprisingly pretty good. What I did, I gave the, the fans the look. I seen, you know, I looked about. I did the time and the music wrong with the beats, but we got there. <laughs> so you go, you, just, we need some pyrotechnics in here, that's what we need next. That's the, the next, next time, element. Just, that's just even a sparkler, mate. I take a sparkler. <laughs> Some close things to everywhere, mate. This has been brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for asking uh, me, mate. As, as I said, hopefully, you know, people have enjoyed just listening general chat chat because you know that's that's what I said I am. Do you know what I mean? I'm just a normal guy, likes his football, cinema, wrestling, clearly, and I'm an actor, mate, yeah. and a lovely guy. 
Thank you so, for the same to yourself. Thank you so much for coming in Ferry Unfiltered. I'm sure it won't be the last time you'll be on it. I'll be back next week, I told you. We'll be back next week for that. <laughs> Chapter 63. <laughs> Mate, let's go for it. But no, thank you so much. Thank and you very much. all the best for panel season. Thank you very much. I look forward to seeing you there. See you soon. And I promise I won't pick on you. <laughs> <laughs>